Hello, traveler. Please, have a seat while I tell you the tale of the Prismatic Guard. Starring Abby O'Neill as the combustible and often confused tiefling alchemist, Flint Therai. Jason Hops as the old veteran, Robarth Mirax, a dragonborn warlock with a mysterious patron. Jerry Evans as an affable historian, the halfling bard, Roscoe Suitfoot. And Ashley McLean as the carefree but determined Ottervoke Samurai, Margo. Hosted by Eli Royal, join us on a tale of a world still recovering from a great war that changed everything. Hello, you are listening to Prismatic Guard. I am your father, Eli, joined by... Hi, I'm Abby, and I'm here, and I play Flint. I'm Jason, and I play Rovarth. I'm Ashley, and I play Margot Yabat, and you're not my father. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um, but... You're father. I am Tootie's father. Sweet boy. Wonderful bird son. But do you know what's not related to my wonderful bird son? Dice! Yes. One of the sponsors of this episode, Metallic Dice Games. Like the name implies, they sell metal dice, but they also sell actual gemstone dice. I have a set of their Amethyst and Purple Imperial. And also, that was one of their metal dice. It's very satisfying to roll. And if you go to metallicdicegames.com and use the coupon code PLAYITFORWARD, you'll get 10% off your entire order. And this episode is also brought to you by Found Familiar Coffee. And if you go to... Yes, sweet bean juice. If you go to foundfamiliar.com and use the coupon code PLAYITFORWARD, You'll get 10% off your entire order. And I believe last time you all wrecked a train. Did we, though? Flint did use a lightning bolt spell. Yeah, it's not really so much a question of did we broke a train so much as Flint broke a train. Yes. Um... You all encountered a what was supposed to be an ambush by Vanya and some Cambians, but because of uh, Rovarth's new hell sight. I have true sight. I see all. Yes. <laughs> um, because of this, you all ended up participating in the surprise round, which is delightful. And then... Uh, you fought them, making pretty quick work of the Cambians. Uh, Unfortunately, the Vanya's various abilities kind of fucked you guys up real bad. Uh, You still, however, were able to beat them and when it seemed like you were going to be able to uh, take Vanya down once and for all, he drank a potion of gaseous form and was sucked out of the hole in the train that uh, Flint had created with his lightning bolt spell. (sighs) They would have just opened a window anyway. Don't worry about it. (laughs) Something like that. Oh, shit. We had to find the... the the mana stone, which is rolling around the floor. Yeah, that won't be hard. That's easy. Detect magic. I'm pretty sure it gives off a pretty strong magical signature. Yeah. I mean, that's how you guys found it last time. Oh god, it's probably so pissed us. Um, oh, yeah. is. Especially yes. since, theoretically, that shouldn't have happened. But who knows? Yes, I forgot that the Mana Stone actually makes you immune to the charmed effect. So did I. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave this uh, ability uh, up. That way, I don't forget it. Um, but the train actually makes an emergency stop. It has some. Uh, there are refueling stations because the train is technically a steam engine. 
Um, and there are various, um, you know, water and, and resupply depots on the way that it'll stop at. And they stop. Obviously, everybody heard the commotion. You know, lightning bolt is loud. Mm. Now, here's an important point. You're going, the guards, the train guards are going to attempt to arrest you. Are you going to let them? No. Uh, no, I don't actually want to get arrested today. Okay, Absolutely so not. what are you doing? Yeah, that's like, what's the alternative? The, the alternative is you fight these guys and then, like, escape off the train. Where are we headed? You're headed to Fellas because you need to get to um, Umaka Keep. How far is that? Few weeks. Isn't it like a few weeks away if uh, we go on foot? Yeah, you're about a week away if you traveled on foot. Me. <laughs> and that's just from Fellas. Okay. From Fellas, you're still looking at a few weeks travel to get to Omaka Keep. Okay. I guess we can let them arrest us. Yeah, Roverth will, yeah. will, will talk down Margot to be like, we didn't do anything wrong technically, other than maybe Flint, but it's fine. We were fighting demons. <laughs> Let's just tell them what happened. And it, it, it all should be well. Margo's thinking to herself, well, I'll just pick a lock and get out of there anyways if we have to. So you guys know that there were four other passengers uh, in the car with you when this fight was going on, and two of them have been killed. Um, just crossfire. Oh, shit. Um, so... Who is going to talk to the guards on your behalf? Like, I have a really good score. I think your persuasion is like plus nine or ten. Yours is higher than mine, most likely. Definitely higher than mine. Like, Robert's really good at threatening people. He's not really good at explaining himself. Then uh, Flint's good at lying, but this is a situation he can lie his way out of. Really? Yeah, there's I mean, witnesses. you might be able to, but... Might be able to, but also witnesses. Yeah, it'd be hard. Yeah, my persuasion's 11. Yes, okay. Margo's absolutely yeah. the negotiator. Okay. Um, so, because you're the only ones in the train that have weapons, the guards arrest you all, and, you know, the train makes its emergency stop. The guards question you all, about what happened. Um, obviously, there are some dead people. Um, so, Margo, why don't you explain the situation and roll persuasion for me? Well, there were demons posing as workers on this train, and they began to attack us, and we fought you know, to protect ourselves. <laughs> and tried to protect others that were on the train as well, but unfortunately there there were some casualties. Fifteen? Fifteen? Obviously the train is delayed a lot and the guards I mean they've shackled you guys and taken your weapons away and they talk to the other people and eventually they come back and they say um, alright well the other two passengers confirm your story. Is this something that happens to you a lot? It happens occasionally. Hmm. All right. Um, I've spoken to my supervisor, and we will carry you to Fellas, but you are banned. Oh, banned from, like, here? From the train, yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. As long as we can travel to our destination, that's honestly the most important thing. All right. They basically block off that train car. This particular depot doesn't have the equipment to remove the, tra the car and, like, do all that stuff. 
you're delayed for a couple hours while they figure out what the fuck was going on. And then you're delayed by an additional couple of hours um, while they kind of set things up for the convenience of the passengers who were behind the uh, car you were on. And then they finally get going. And a few more hours later, you reach Fellas. Fellas is a. It's not a small city. But it's not anywhere near as large as Seoul or even some of the other cities you've been to. But you'll be able to find a lot of things there. Depending on what you're looking for. Well, um, we're probably going to need a horse and like a wagon or something. Yeah, especially and from the train. Well, the train doesn't go past Phyllis. Yeah, but I'm just saying for later, too. Yeah, for the way back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we should also buy feed and rations for ourselves as well. Because I have enough for a week, but we're going to need enough to get there and back. And then walk or cart back to Seoul. Yep. All right. Um, How many days do you think that'll be? Let me look. Yeah, basically enough to get to our destination and then return to Seoul from there. Obviously, I'm not going directly point to point, but that's the amount of days that it would be for. Yeah. Well, from Fellas to Amaka Keep, you're looking at about close to 600 miles. Which means... I think you can travel roughly 25 miles in a day. So about three and a half weeks. Thereabouts. So I guess I will buy that much rations. Multiplied by three for the party. All right. And someone else will, I guess, buy the horse and the cart to carry all these rations. Yeah. Do we have winter gear? I can't remember if we covered that last last no, session. But you can easily get that here. Good, because I get the feeling uh, it's going to be cold. Yeah, it's only like six gold for winter clothes for all of you. Okay. How much is the horse and cart? Um, horse is going to be about 50 gold. Just a draft horse. And let's see. A cart is 15 gold. A wagon is 35. This depends on which one you want. Get a wagon. Yeah. And uh, feed is five copper pieces per day. So, like, five times 26? Five times 21, if it's three weeks. I thought Jason said three and a half. Oh, I'm just rounding up. Just never mind. Uh, roughly a gold. Yeah, five times 24 would be once. It, it'll be like 12 silver pieces. Yeah, it's, it's not saying. It, it's take not man expected. two gold and be on your way. Yeah. Okay, um, I'll pay for the wagon and the feed. I got the horse. Cool. Did you also want to get that uh, wand? Yep. Um, after we get the the cart and the feed and everything else, I want to go find a a wand of healing word. All right. Uh, and everyone gets thirty three days worth of ration, or no, twenty four days worth of rations. Um, Flint, make a charisma check. Or actually make an investigation check. What is that noise? It's sorry. I had to pull out the uh, drawer for the uh, keyboard. Okay. Um, 26. 26. You are easily able to find a shop that sells uh, a few magic items. And they... And you have to ask around a little bit and be like, hey, I'm looking for this specific thing. Where would I go? Da 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 da. Um, but yeah, you come across this shop that has a wand of healing word. 
um, they say they'll sell it to you for 500 gold. Cool, I pay for it because I have that money. All right. We're rich. I can throw it down in here and I just, I really don't feel like haggling today. Yeah. Um, it has 10 charges. It is a bonus action to use the wand. It heals 1d4 plus 2. And you can actually expend all of as many charges in one go as you want. But if you use all the charges, there is a 1 out of 20. Like you roll a d20, and if you get a 1, the wand is broken. Otherwise, it recovers all charges at dawn. Okay. Um, but yeah, so like you could spend five charges and heal five d four plus ten, or you could spend ten charges and heal ten d four plus twenty. But there is the chance that you'll break the wand. Yeah, that is a point. Um, so really, it just kind of comes down to if you use up all of the charges, there is a chance the wand breaks. It's only a five percent chance, so it's not very high. So just decide how you want to be using it when you use it. Okay. Although, if it breaks, Flint could potentially fix it. Yeah, who knows? Um, just like if you had more time, Flint could make a wand of cure wounds. True. But anyway. Who was... There was a NPC whose name I wrote down and forgot. Ah, did you guys want to check in on uh, your old contact in uh, Phyllis? Uh, Margo never met her. Uh, Pela Highleaf. Oh, hey, cool. Honestly, I, I would be down. That's up to you guys. I'm not. I was just saying you're in Phyllis. Phyllis is where Pela lives. You guys haven't been there in over a year. Um, Rovarth. Yeah, I mean, it would be really nice to see her again. You guys have to stay the night anyway. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why not? All right. Did we get banned from that in the, the Prancing Pony? Or whatever the fuck fudge it was called? <laughs> Editing yourself. <laughs> I can't um, remember the name. No, I'm making fun of you for saying fudge instead of fuck. I need to practice that. <laughs> I'm, working, I'm working in healthcare. I can't swear. Uh, I mean... <laughs> anyway, um, I don't remember if you did or not. But there are also... You guys can afford much nicer inns. What was that town we fought Cotton Eye Joe in? Not uh, this one. Not this one. Yeah, okay, okay. I was just curious. Yeah, cause... I, I remember that I'm a partial owner of an inn there. <laughs> I didn't remember the name of the town. Uh, much farther south. Okay. I had a brain fart there. All yeah, right. no, we just we just find a nice inn to spend the night in, and then we go and talk to uh, our old friend. All right. Um, yeah. Margo, make a uh, persuasion check. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. No, you track her down easily. You guys are staying in an inn called the Dry Stone, but she is in uh, the exclusive Donkey Pub. Mm. Uh, it is a very rowdy pub. <laughs> That is delightful. Let's go say hi. Yep. Um, what is that voice? <laughs> I don't know. I have whatever. He's doing a voice. Uh, you all walk in, and uh, Margo, you have no idea what, what Pela looks like. Uh, mm-hmm. You never met her. But Rovarth and Flint, you spot her pretty quickly. She's just kind of she's just sitting at the bar. Seems to be. Just having a quiet moment. Well, she isn't actively talking to anyone. I will point her out to Margot. 
Like, there's our friend Pela. Okay. Are we, you know, going to head over now? Yeah. I just, yeah. You know, I didn't want um, you to be like, who's this lady? <laughs> oh, no, that's true. Thank you. She sees you as you walk up, and, uh, you know, she has her scar, and Margot, when you got to Fellas, you had to uh, basically, like, temporarily register your weapons. People aren't allowed to just carry weapons around under normal circumstances in the city. Um, but you would easily be able to notice that Pela has a dagger tucked into one boot and another dagger uh, hidden under her coat. Um, and since the last time Flint and Rovarth saw her, she is uh, one of her ears has begun to cauliflower. Ow. Uh, well, I mean, the last time you saw her, she had a broken nose and a black eye. Yeah, this isn't surprising. Like, still ow, though. That hurts. Yeah. And it looks like she might have a new scar on her hand. Uh, but you all walk up and she says, uh, you're uh, Betton's people, right? I didn't yeah. know he had another... Uh, Another job for you and Fellas. Uh, Fellas is sort of a stopping point, I think. Hmm. Well, it's been a while. Where's the halfling and the kobold? Uh, those are both very long, very painful stories. I thought Jaeger had to lay low for a while, so he, um, Egris had to, Egris had to lay low for a while, so, um, well, they he were, they were left. Cool. He seemed yeah. the type. And who's this? Uh, mm. And Margot Pela is a halfling. Oh. Uh, a halfling woman. And I'm sure Flint and Brovarth would have filled you in that the last time they met her, she said she was a private advent. Uh, she called herself a private adventurer. Um, people just hired her to investigate things in the city. Interesting. Sounds like a PI. Yeah. And the last time they saw her, when they asked about her uh, broken nose and black eye, she said she had to beat some information out of an orc bartender. I'm Margot Yabat. I joined them on their adventures. I never met Igris. Hmm. He was something. Pela Highleaf. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. Um, did you all want to get a table? would be great actually yeah you guys you get up to a table that has two people at it it's a, a four-person table and uh, uh pala just gives them both a look and these two humans just get up and go sit at the bar and pala hops up into one of the chairs and sets her drink down and motions to a uh server to bring more you seem pretty feared in this area I'm well known. Okay. What have you been up to last time? Same old, same old, really. You know, most of the work I do is some rich asshole thinks their rich asshole significant other is cheating on them, and they almost definitely are. <laughs> Seems interesting. Yeah, well, I guess it could be. What have you all been up to? Well, obviously, your gears improved. We've done a lot. We fought so many dragons. That wow. is true. That is true. Also, we got shot put it to the other continent and had to come back, so that was fun. Huh. Yeah, I've we, never been to none. It's We met Jack Donna personally, which was an interesting experience. It seems like you all have had a much more a much fuller year than I have. Yeah, we we uh, just got kicked off the lightning rail for uh, blowing a hole in it. It was self-defense. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. It's Flint's outburst. <laughs> From your psychopath brother. See, this is why I don't do full adventuring. Yeah, it's it's a lot, and I would like it slow down. I'm very tired. Well, that's why we're doing what we're doing. We have a, well, 
Never mind. We had a house. Looking for a new one. Plus, everyone got out. So, we're fine. Ish. Well, I don't uh, suggest any of the houses around here. Colder than a witch's tit. (laughs) Is it... Oh, is it like winter there right now? Fellas is only about like a hundred miles away from the uh, frozen wastes. Yeah, it's... Basically... Um, it's only about a hundred miles away from the tundra. Oh yeah, no, absolutely not. We if I remember not correctly, this is where we went when we were doing like our first couple of adventures. So. Your very first yeah. adventure took Which you is to why fill us. I couldn't remember who this lady was until she mentioned Yeager's, and I was like, "Oh wait, yes, I remember now." Yep, this is the adventure where you got yourself a revenant. Yeah. Anywho. <laughs> um, yeah, so you guys chat. You know, she's she's genuinely interested in a lot of the stuff you guys have been up to just because, of course, who wouldn't be interested? <laughs> and her stories are interesting, but they're not, you know, saving the world kind of stuff like you guys have been up to. We started a I'm I'm never going to get over that. You didn't... You jump-started a civil war. Ah. The civil war was going to happen. Yeah. We were the the straw that broke the camel's back. Yes. We were the match that lit the oil-soaked hay on fire. Yeah. Quite literally in some cases. That blew up a mansion. And then I died. (laughs) Um, Good times. Yeah. Bad in times. the morning, you all uh, get on your, your horse and wagon and head out. Oh, like the good old days back on the wagon. Oh, um, we don't have ninja horse. No, okay. you don't have ninja horse. Maybe the new horse will have ninja horse's skills. <laughs> Maybe. Fellas, um, land of ninja horses. <laughs> but yeah, the... Uh, you guys head out on your way. Um, there are roads, um, but not. There are roads, but they are shitty. I'm imagining loosely defined earthen paths. Basically, like there are places that wagons go. There are ruts uh, in the road. Yeah, but. You're you very quickly are outside of Thar, which means very quickly you're off doing, you know, you're you're where the only roads are trade routes. So eventually, you all come upon um, you come upon a community. I mean, it's the basics of it um and this it it's small farms potato you know the hardier vegetables and um, pigs is a good word for what they are but they also look like the farm animals could very well just be wild boar um, and you see that the farmers are orcs. We'll call them domesticated boar. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I mean, there's still these massive, uh, almost horse-sized animals. And you all, uh, it's it's starting to get dark. And uh, as you're walking through the town... Because the town itself is only a few buildings. Um, like the the heart of the town is only a few buildings. It's mostly these massive, the, this large farms and farmhouses spread out amongst each other, you know. Um, it, pr- it probably takes 30 to 40 minutes to walk from one farm to another. Um, but you guys get into the town and... As the sun is setting, people are just closing doors 
or going inside and finally someone is holding the door open as people are coming in into the building and he sees you and motions for you all to come inside. Um, and he's saying something in Orcish. Uh, sure, does we'll go the, inside. Does the well the stone speaks Orcish? I forgot the stone's name. The Mana Stone. The Mana Stone. No, she. Was, I think she was trying to remember the name of the dude. Yeah, the wizard inside. Yeah. Who cares? We made up that name on the spot. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. He, he right, wasn't wizard. supposed to remember his name. Um, what's he? What's he? Uh, what's he saying? He's saying that we shouldn't be out at dark. That we need to get inside the inn. Okay. Okay. Inside. He says the this person there this orc is uh it's an older orc based on the color of his hair you know the graying in his hair and he's got a little bit of a gut and. Uh, he says something else in Orcish, and seeing the confused look on Margot and Flynn's face, he goes, Ah, do you speak common? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes. I can read Orcish, but unfortunately I ah. can't speak it. Ah, who reads Orcish? Ha 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 ha. And he kind of slaps you on the back. I think the thing everybody notices immediately is because I don't know how close any of you have really been. To, well, I mean, you all met that one orc community, so you're accustomed to the fact that your average orc is about Rovarth's height. Like, that's average height for them. Um, and this bartender in particular, it probably has a good six or seven inches on Rovarth. Yeah, and I'm like close to the height limit for Dragonborn, I think. Yeah, you're, you're almost seven feet tall. Yeah. I'm approaching um, the height limit. <laughs> Yeah, this uh, guy is probably seven four. Jesus Christ! Sorry. Yeah, uh, he's just this massive guy. Um, like Margot, you are baby sized compared to them. Um, but he says, "My common is not good, but enough to sell drinks," and the. The atmosphere inside the tavern isn't, it's not dour, but it's not exactly high-spirited. Do you mind if I ask why it's not safe to be outside at nighttime? Ah, werewolves. Oh. Uh, how long has that been going on? Hmm, the past month or so. It is hard to say. Um, they mostly attack the animals the farther out uh, farms. The fuck accent is this? It's um, the accent you've chosen. It's not the accent <laughs> I was going for. Um, <laughs> uh, he says, um, we know at least one uh, villager has been cursed at least one um we're not we're not all warriors here um i used to be a hunter and there are some hunters but as it is we will struggle do you know how many werewolves there are um uh, where they pack at? Uh, one second, and he yells something in Orcish, and this orc woman, you know, lifts her hand up to make just be like, "Hey, I heard you," and gets up and walks over. And Rovarth, the main stone, is translating for you. You know that she says, "Uh, you know, what is it?" And he goes, "These travelers are asking about the werewolves." Um, you saw a few of them, right? And uh, she goes, I spotted at least four. Do you know where they tend to roam at? Like, do they have any particular area they like to roam, or do they just happen to strike at night, kill what they can, and leave? 
do you like hold up the mana stone so it can translate for you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, everybody's a little surprised by this, um, but then they take another look at you guys and are like, oh, okay. Because uh, you're obviously adventurers. Like, you're in very expensive armor with very expensive equipment. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she says, uh, I haven't been able to find out. It's too dangerous to travel alone. Okay. Uh, now I have a question for Eli. Hmm. Would the remove curse spell get rid of lycanthropy? I don't know. I hmm. I know that if you can cure disease, you can get rid of lycanthropy because it is a disease. Um, like it's a magical disease, but it's also technically a curse. He's like, I don't. No, no, I'm not a pally bro. I can't do that, but I can remove curses. It is a curse. Three times an hour, I can with werewolf lycanthropy. Um, <laughs> it's up to you. I'm just asking you so you can think about it. Robert's gonna try it anyway, but yeah, I'm gonna. What I want to do is look up. I'm I don't know if it's remove disease or cure disease. Is the spell because I, I want to look at the wording of the spells, and I think that'll give me a better. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm better place to make that decision. So you're not blindsided when I do it. (laughs) A remove curse spell can rid an afflicted lycanthrope of the curse, but only a natural born lycanthrope can be freed of the curse with a wish. Oh, is that something in the. Yeah, it's it's in the werewolf. It's in the werewolf stats. Uh, Okay. So if, if an orc becomes a werewolf, I can cure the orc, but if it was born a werewolf, no go. Okay. Good to know. Yeah, you Sweet. Like 20th level wizard for that crap. Yeah. Um. So yeah, you could. I think I'm. Hmm. Now the question is, how do you? How would remove curse work on a creature that doesn't want you to remove its curse? Hmm. Uh, <laughs> oh. We'll find out. We'll play that one by ear. Um. So yeah. Uh. What do you, What do you? guys want to do i will look to margo and say i'll explain what is going on uh in in common for margo and then i and flint and then i will say that uh i mean we don't really have anything better to do do we want to keep heading um towards my notes my notes my notes to umaka keep or do we want to take a brief rest stop to help these uh this community out while we're here. It does seem to help. be the thing that we do. Yeah, of course we're going to help. I we're would, gonna leave I would like to help. have like a werewolf problem, have to stay inside every night. Do you... The people who, who have been cursed by these werewolves uh, from your community, where are they now? I presume that they would be wherever the rest of the pack is. Okay. Good to know. I didn't know if you like caught the curse early or or did something. I don't know. I'm just making sure. I I don't understand. Well, I mean, in in theory, you could imprison them until I, I don't know. I'm just making sure that I I know what's going on. Jason is making sure he knows what's going on here. Um, <laughs> He's not uh, confused. They basically explain that you know you don't know that they're cursed until they turn. Got it. Um, cause yeah, it's like, oh, they were, they survived an attack, but that doesn't necessarily mean they've been cursed. Yeah. Um, especially because orcs are tough. Um, oh, rather orcs living in this town, which they inform you is named, uh, Albert. And the bartender introduces himself as, uh, Kuzma Petrov. Mom Rovarth, this is Margot, this is Flint. We're adventurers, as I'm sure you've gathered. And uh, fortunately for you, we're very good people. So we're going to try and figure out what's going on here and maybe help you as much as we can. That would be appreciated. Um, And the woman who, you know, her name is uh, Katya, says something in Orcish that Rovarth, because of the stone, 
you catch basically says uh, those two are warriors kind of not pointing but eyeing Margo and Rovarth mm-hmm. and says uh, that one is soft looking at Flint Flint is a very powerful alchemist and is not to be trifled with in combat save my life more than once she looks at you and nods and says uh, I'm sorry no you're fine I'm just clarifying I wasn't I was just clarifying. Um, I mean, and Kuzma announces to the tavern that you all are going to do your best to help them get rid of the werewolves and everybody cheers. And you guys actually have a bit of a party. Um, everyone kind of ends up sleeping on the floor because uh, <laughs> it's a tavern, not an inn. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, presuming you guys wanted to wait until morning, you can wait until morning. That would be best. Yeah, yeah. like, uh, this way we can get a feel for, like, okay, this is good area to scope out first. Yeah, they gotta be holding up somewhere. Less dangerous during the daytime, just out of curiosity. Um, Everybody make either a nature or arcana check. I got a 25. I got a 28. All right. Um, Margo with a 12, you know that uh, most werewolves can't control themselves when they change shape. And a full moon, the three days of a full moon can force them to change shape. Uh, Rovarth and Flint, you know that werewolves can change whenever they want um a full moon can force some weaker willed werewolves to change shape but that doesn't necessarily mean anything and you know that traditionally at the very least in their wolf or hybrid wolf forms werewolves are killing machines they they kill for pleasure uh part of the curse is that they just kill now what you're described is more of a um it's like they're toying with people flint you got a 28 25 25 what did you get Rivarth? Uh, i got a 28 28. Okay. Rovarth, you know that there's a very rare kind of werewolf, and they're uh, colloquially referred to as pack lords. Like, werewolves, despite being wolf-like creatures, tend to be very loner. Um, They can work together in small packs of, you know, three or four, but eventually their violent nature forces them to clash with each other. But pack lords are have the ability to basically control other werewolves. It's not like a mind control thing, but they're just powerful enough to force larger groups of werewolves to work together. Okay. I will explain this to the party, not to the townsfolk. I don't want to scare them. You know oh, what I like God. to imagine? I like to imagine that Rovarth says this in Draconic, and then the Mana Stone translates it into um, Infernal and Sylvan. Yeah, that's that's exactly what happens. So technically, the three of you are all speaking separate languages. Because like, if you speak common, uh, Kuzma is going to understand you. Yeah. And I don't think any of you have any languages in common with share. each other. No, absolutely not, because Revorth knows common and Draconic and nothing else. Well, Flint just uh, kind of whistles and goes, that's terrifying. I hate that in uh, Infernal. Um, oh, and all of you know that being bitten by a lycanthrope of any kind runs the risk of uh, being cursed with lycanthropy. I should be able to fix that, but I would need to know that you're cursed first. So that's... Yeah. And as we've discussed by the villagers, that we won't know that until after you've turned into a werewolf. 
which can take up to a month. You know what? We're just going to like, as a precaution, just like once we're done with this, like in case I forget, I'm, I'm laying this out now. If Rovarth forgets this, um, once the fight's over and my spell slots are back, I'm just going to just cleanse all of us just as a precaution. Okay. That sounds appropriate. Right. I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, sounds like a fair reaction. All right. So in the morning, what are you all doing? What's the plan? I think we should ask around and see uh, whose farms are getting hit the most. Because uh, then we'll have a good idea of like which area to like at least start yeah, I'm with. Th- I'm thinking we figure out where they've been attacking and then lay a trap. That's yeah. my that's my mindset. Okay. Because they're going to go for the food. What kind of trap? Uh, because you're, it's very easy to find out that uh, the attacks have mostly been coming from the east. And you guys wow. came from the southeast. Well, a trap would just be an ambush. Well, yes, but we could get more sophisticated if we really wanted to. Now, I know as a person that wolves are surprisingly clever creatures and that werewolves as sentient creatures are even more clever. But my initial thought is the first thing that comes to mind is some sort of like pit, like covered pit. That's the first thing that comes to mind. That's like something we could actually feasibly do. As okay. Characters. Um, I'm going to say right out of the gate, Flint, you have a high enough intelligence to know for a fact that without magic, you're not digging a pit in this ground in the six hours you have until the sun goes down. Because the ground is so cold and hard. Yeah, it's permafrost type stuff. Yeah, it's it's getting there. Yeah. All right, Um, well, in that case, uh, we default to Margot's plan, where we just hide and ambush them, unless anybody else has any better ideas. Um, How are you going to lure them into the ambush? What kinds of... Well, they've just been attacking any kind of wild animals, right? I imagine they've been attacking the livestock. Yeah. They haven't been attacking just the wild animals. So what we could do is I'm I'm reading to see what my abilities do. Trying to find a use for otherwise useless spells. That works for up to an hour. Cool. Does anyone have the ability to make illusions? No. I have thaumaturgy. Well, what I'm thinking is we we lay a we lay bait, but it needs to be believable bait, and I'm sure the farmers don't want to put their actual boar up for bait. And even if they did, I don't think we could control an actual boar. Um, so I could make the smell of delicious, delicious uh, pig meat float on the wind, but as I said, they're not they're intelligent creatures. We need a shape to go with the smell. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it makes sense. Can we, like, this is so silly, but if uh, we could, like, make a silhouette of a livestock animal? Um, werewolves can see in the dark. Fuck, never mind. That yeah, will they, not work. If we don't have an illusion. Very perceptive. Yeah, if we yeah. don't have illusion, then we're not going Actually, to. Actually, no, I'm wrong. They cannot see in the dark. Wait, oh, what? No. Yeah. Werewolves do not have dark vision. That okay. Seems so, like an oversight. But anyway, it does feel much. like an oversight. But wolves don't have dark vision. Well, that's so, probably why they don't. <laughs> we could take, like, I'm sure that a local farmer would not care if we took a hay bale and then, like, sort of packed it, like, you know, if they have, like, some uh, cloth or whatever and packed it and, like, shaped, like, you know, put some sticks in it to make it have the shape that it needs to look like a livestock animal, like a pig or whatever. It should be a pig, because that's the livestock in the region. Because, like I said, they do have some manner of intelligence. I'm assuming I know that with the previous one. You definitely know. Well, you've got the smell thing going, so you can make the smell happen, and then, you know, there's the fake livestock animals 
So they've got the shape going on. So they're going to think they're coming up on some pigs and getting a meal. All right. Well, with that plan, this episode is over. You guys got some plans to announce in the plug zone? So I have a Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. All are elevenly underscore E. I post art occasionally. Mainly, I scream into the void about the things Eli throws at us and whatever I'm passionate about. I mean, go forth. Have fun. I have a recently revived YouTube channel called Aerosol Prime, where I play RPGs and other games that I like. So check that out. On TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter under Am Cosplay Queen. I occasionally post about cosplay things as well as RPG-related things, and uh, it's mostly stuff about my bird. My piggies occasionally, but mostly the, the bird. So if you want to check those kinds of things out, you can check out those social medias. You can find our sound engineer, Jay Booth, online at the Ludiverse podcast, the Asundered World podcast, and on all social media as Big Daddy Dice. And uh, you can probably find me places. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this part of our tale, Traveler. Please, remember to rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever fine pods are cast. You can find us online at WePlayRPGs.com, on Facebook and Twitter at WePlayRPGs, and on Patreon at WePlayRPGs Podcast. Your patronage is what keeps this podcast alive.